0: Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with The Lawn Care Life in Missouri, cruising out this morning, kind of getting a late start. This is actually the second time I've made uh, my way to town this morning, but I got up super early this morning and met up with a guy. Uh, He has a property that he was wanting me to check out, so I met up with him at eight o'clock this morning, uh, drove out to check out the property. It's a little ways from uh, my hometown, my service area, but it was for a brush mowing job with the Ventrac and the Tough Toughcut. Um, he's got like 16 acres he wants cleaned up and looking better. So went out there and checked it out this morning. I don't know, there's probably about 14 acres of pasture that uh, is just overgrown and, and needs cleaned up. And then there's about two acres around the house that, I don't know, they haven't mowed it in, in a few months at least. So you can imagine, letting a house or letting a yard go, um, you know, for a few months. It's super tall, super uh, nasty looking, and so uh, trying to check that out this morning. Um, It's about 30 minutes from my hometown, so a little bit of windshield time to drive out there and check it out, and then, uh, yeah, I was able to check it out. So the story behind this one is um, it's kind of uh, two people that are um, in charge of the trust, and the people that own the property, or one of them anyways, passed away. And uh, the trust said that you know once he passes away that the land and, and everything he owns will be distributed, uh, I guess, to the kids. And so he's got several kids. It's been in court and went through all that process for several years, it sounds like, and then they finally got everything kind of finalized and settled. So now they're going through the place and trying to clean it up so they can get ready to sell it and distribute that money out to the kids. But it's one of those things where they had, I guess the woman was still living there, but apparently he didn't want her to have any of the stuff. so. Um, and the trust it said to divide it out amongst the kids. So she ended up having to get out of there Well, she left a lot of stuff. She left it kind of a mess a big mess The yard is just full of just junk. I mean just like anything and everything you can think of Like thrown out into the yard. So it's just It's gonna be a it'll be a headache picking up all the stuff first of all and then hoping you don't hit anything or any find any surprises while you're out there and be the second thing. I mean, there's like towels, extension cords, um, cups, pictures, just like a pillow, a cushion, just all kinds of random things just in the yard everywhere. So we were like walking around and checking it out. And I was like, man, there's a little bit of everything out here, rocks piled up in odd places just throughout the yard. She had a burn pile, she had uh, burn barrels, she had all this stuff just here, there, and everywhere, scattered everywhere in the yard. Two acres of just random things scattered everywhere in that yard, so it'll be one of those things where, I don't know, I'll probably go with the Ventrac first to kind of make sure there's nothing in there that I could hit or tear up my mower with once I knock it down, and I can kind of see what's in there. I may go back over it with the mowers, try to mow it, clean it up, look, make it look a little better, move the stuff that I may have missed the first round. And uh, yeah, just get it good and cleaned up. Around the house, man, the, everything is like waist tall to chest tall, like around the house. It's like really grown up, just weeds mainly, not much grass, but just a grown up mess. So it would be a lot of cleaning up around the house, Uh, perimeter of the house and then mowing of course Uh, there's a couple of shops out there sheds out there so I had to mow around that like I said there's piles of rocks and just junk all in the yard so who knows how long it'll take but um, if I take the track out there with the uh, bucket and grapple I can kind of move stuff around and pile it up I told him I said I can take all this stuff pile it up in one pile and his plan is, once the yard is and everything is and cleaned up, um, he's going to come and clean out everything on the inside. So even like on the carport and around the porch, there's just stuff like a mattress. I mean, just everything, anything and everything. Like stuff that she didn't want to take, she just left it there. So a lot of just junk. Uh, nothing of value, of course. So I think he's going to get one of those dumpsters, have somebody haul it out there, and then just take a couple of guys and spend a couple of days taking all the junk out of the house, all the shops, sheds, doing it in the dumpster, and then having somebody haul it off. So I think that's his game plan. But I don't know, there's like 14 acres of pasture, two acres around the house that needs to be cleaned up. So it's gonna take a while. I went ahead and sent a uh, estimate to him We'll see if he wants me to go ahead and do it. But if he does, man, it's gonna be, I don't know, the pasture will be nice because it didn't look like there was much out there. It looked pretty flat, open, not a lot going on out there. But um, as far as around the house, man, it's gonna be, it's just gonna be a mess. So we'll see. We'll see if he wants me to do it or not. I kind of bid it on the, uh, I don't know, I bid it to where I would make money. I know if I'm going to spend that much time going out there and doing it because I just don't know what you'll get into, you don't know what you'll break if you find something underneath that tall grass or a wrap, you know, an extension cord or or a piece of wire or rope or something up in the blades. I mean, you just never know. Never know what you're going to find uh, when you get on properties like this. So, I don't know. I bid it accordingly, hopefully. Um... He'll want me to get out there and do it pretty quick. We'll see. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. See if I end up getting it. So for basically 16 acres of cleanup, it was like 24.50 was what I quoted it at. So we'll see. Uh, who knows how long it'll take, you know. Um, I don't think it'll be too bad. But at the same time, you never know what you're going to run into. So it's one of those things where it could go really smooth, and you could get it in and out of there pretty quick and get get it done pretty easy. Or you could get in there and get into all kinds of junk and sit there and kick yourself for taking on the job. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, anyways, cruising to town. It's now 11 o'clock. So that took a little while to get all that done. Um, That's another thing, you know, doing these estimates like this. It all takes time um, Time that I could have spent Getting out here and and making money, but it is what it is Uh, It's a time of year where the grass will be slowing down Hopefully before long and those brush mowing jobs will uh, pick up, you know Everybody's looking to get their pastures and just everything that's grown up slicked down before um, Winter gets here and that way it'll look kind of nice and clean For several months so um, that is the game plan Uh, today I got several small lawns that I'll do first thing I have let's see one two three four five I think five in this one neighborhood I'll get those knocked out I'll go grab some lunch late lunch probably and then I'll do two of my big residential properties and that'll be I'll be pushing it to get all that done I probably won't get it all done but We'll see. We'll see how the day goes. It's pretty cool and nice out here uh, today. I don't know if it's supposed to heat up and get warm, uh, warmer. But feels good right now. Feels nice out here. So that's the game plan, man. Oh, I wanted to tell you guys um, that may be listening here, like live or whatever. As soon as I drop this episode if you guys still haven't got your equip expo tickets you can still get them if you use a discount code that all those you know a lot of guys are posting discount codes for the equip expo if you use one of those codes you can still get a discount and you can still get your tickets for twelve dollars and fifty cents now this is going to go on through october 15th so here it is um what, September 8th or so? It'll be September 8th through October 15th. You could still get your tickets for $12.50. So if you guys have not gotten your uh, tickets for Equip Expo, you still have time. They do this every year. Uh, they say that, you know, um, get your tickets by this time for a discount, and then when that time gets here, like first it was September 7th, when that time gets here they always extend it out so they've been doing that for a while now and I checked today and it's still on there where you can get a discount until October 15th so if you messed up and you did not get your tickets ordered get on there man get them ordered and then that way you'll have one less thing to to mess with you'll have that out of the way and then you can focus on doing all the work because it's like you sit there and put it off, put it off, put it off. You always think about it. Man, I need to do this. Man, I need to do that. Just get on there, order your tickets, be done with it, and then you won't have to focus on you know, getting your tickets for a quip. You can focus on other stuff like bidding on jobs, getting some work done. It will be nice if I get this job um, $2,500. That would be a pretty good chunk for this time of year as we slow down on the mowing. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. Um, you know, Quip Expo. Don't think you got to go and spend a ton of money. Try to find somebody in your area that may want to go with you. You can split the cost, man. Find somebody in your area, or find somebody that you can. That's maybe a couple hours away. That's going to be traveling through your area. Maybe they can meet up with you, in your hometown, and then hop in your truck and. And you can you guys can drive to equip expo together and maybe get a get a um, you know get a room together or whatever save save on some money you don't have to go and spend a ton of money a matter of fact I would encourage you guys not to go and spend a ton of money do it as cheap as you can man there's no reason to spend a ton of money by getting a super expensive hotel and Going out to eat at all these expensive restaurants, just do it on the cheap, man. That's what I always do. I do it on the cheap. And that money that I would have spent on an expensive hotel or eating out or whatever, I can spend that money on buying some equipment, man. Like I talked about in the previous episode. It's like right now I need to find some equipment to uh, to buy for the end of the season, you know. So I'll have a few deductions, have a few expenses. And so right now I'm thinking about the money that I'll spend towards buying some of that stuff. So just something to think about. Reach out to other people in your area, see who's going, see who's not going. See um, if somebody's going to be driving through your area that you know that you've maybe met over the years, and you can, you know, you trust them or whatever, don't just go with anybody, man, you never know, (laughs) you just never know, make sure you know the people, and you trust them, and especially if you're going to split the cost at like a hotel or whatever, you want to be sure to uh, go with uh, somebody that you know and you, you can trust, so don't get yourself in a situation, man, that you can't get out of, that wouldn't be any good, but you can save some money if you want to. Or you can spend a lot of money. You can go cheap. Like I've heard guys talk about how much they spend going to this thing and it's like there's no way I would spend that much money going to the Equip Expo. I mean, it's it's kind of silly how much money they spend. But I'm like, I could buy a several pieces of equipment for the amount of money they spend. I just do it on the cheap, man. Stay outside of if you're driving in, it's kind of harder to do if you're flying in. But if you're driving in, stay outside of the Louisville area. Don't don't go downtown. Stay outside of that area. Look 20-30 minutes out even. And <clears throat> you can save a lot of money. I probably wouldn't go 30 30 minutes out, but if you go 15, 20 minutes out, you'll find a hotel there that's affordable it's not a ripoff, and it's still close enough where you can hop in your truck and be there at the Kentucky Expo Center by 20-30 minutes or so you know so anyways just want to encourage you guys don't blow a lot of money don't spend money that you don't need to spend just find a place that's cheap that's a little further out you don't want to find a cheap place close to the Kentucky Expo Center because if you do it's probably cheap for a reason it's probably not safe or not clean or somewhere you probably wouldn't feel comfortable staying the night so look look further out don't focus on Louisville Kentucky focus on the small towns outside of there get on your Google Maps or your Apple map on your phone and uh, zoom out a little bit from Louisville Kentucky and see those small towns that are around there. Find something, you can go north into Indiana. Uh, you can go east or west. It's gonna be cheaper, either way, Either which way you go. So check that out and see if you can get a, uh, a deal, man. I, I don't suggest spending a ton of money on this event. I mean, not when you can save some money spend that money on your equipment that's going to make you money i mean this yeah it'll make you some money if you talk to the right people and connect with the right people but at the same time it could cost you a lot of money too so don't go and spend a ton of money and you know waste it or whatever i got to figure out where i'm turning here Ooh, about turned the wrong way see that's what happens in the truck talk you get to talking and the next thing you know passing up your lawns man i'm pulling in here to the first one so i'm gonna get out real quick knock this one out and then i'll hop back on here and uh chat a little bit more so this one right here in a super small man it's probably for me anyways it's super small subdivision houses this house right here like these are these houses are like 15 feet apart 10 almost 10 feet apart that one's about 15. I just cannot believe... I couldn't imagine living like this. I mean, hopefully... I don't know. You guys may like living this way, but man, there is no way I could live with uh, with houses this close. Oh my gosh. It's awful. I know these and I'm like, what are people thinking? But I don't know. People like... I guess some people, That's that's what they're used to, so that's what they do or whatever. But small yards, so... If, uh, if I can tell you about this yard, it's super small, smallest yard, smallest yards that I mow. Um, I'll be mowing today and they take like 30 minutes, 30 minutes. I'll be in and out of here. Now there is a gate on this one, which I don't mow any lawns with the gate, right? Except for this yard right here, because the lady, she's super nice. I've got four of the yards in this little subdivision over here. So this one, I take the, uh, what is it 21 inch i guess uh toro 60 volt uh commercial I mower and i take it in there and i mow it real quick it takes me like 3 minutes to mow it if the grass is nice and short and not wet and uh she picks up the dog crap before i get in there so that's super nice of her um and every time i go in there she's i mow around the outside of course first and then get the trimmer out and trim And it takes her like 20 minutes to pick all that stuff up. So 20 minutes later, I'll go into the back gated area, spend about three to five minutes push mowing after she gets out of there. And then after that, I uh, blow it all off onto the next one, man. I like doing the small yards. They're super nice, super easy. Um, But I enjoy the big yards too. So anyways, that's where I'm at right now. Hop off here real quick. And I'll let you guys know if sometimes, occasionally, when I mow this yard, uh, she may be gone. It doesn't happen very often, but when she is gone, I go back to the backyard and I'm like, oh my gosh, there is no way. There's There's a certain area where this dog always goes to the bathroom. It's a big dog, leaves a big mess, and I'm just saying, if she's not here and there's a mess on this one end, I'll just skip it. I Won't even mow or trim in that one area and she knows she knows that I'll skip it too if if she comes home and sees it Tall the grass tall and and not trimmed or mowed on that one end. She understands that I'm not mowing where there's any type of dog poop so um, I'm gonna get out and mow real quick, and then I'll let you guys know what I found in the backyard alright guys back in the truck here got some good news and some bad news so Knocked out the first lawn of the day, 42 minutes is what it took. I used Tony's method here, I think, maybe. I got out the handheld blower, which this yard I mowed last week, it hadn't grown much. And uh, just grabbed the handheld blower, Toro 60 volt, out of the side of the door, which I've been doing that quite a bit when it was uh, dry and the grass wasn't growing much because there's what wasn't much to blow off, right? So I just grabbed that small handheld blower blow it all off clean it all up um but typically uh, here lately the grass has been growing like crazy on a lot of these yards and i've had to get the uh the big backpack blower out to save a lot of time but today i said you know what i'm gonna get this little battery power blower out to save the time of cranking up the big one and getting the big one out because not many clippings. To blow so that's what i ended up doing went super easy the wind wasn't blowing the other thing is when you get that battery power blower out if the wind is blowing pretty hard you're like fighting it the whole time you know you're it takes twice as long because the wind unless the wind's blowing in your favor you guys have been there you've done that so anyways got that one mowed and guess what i open up the back gate well first of all i'm mowing i'm mowing around the so what I do is I start on the front yard, I mow around the front, I'll mow the sides. There's only two strips in the back that I mow. And on the other side, there's like four strips that I mow, super, super small yard. So I'm mowing and this whole time, if I get up high enough on the, uh, in the yard here, I can barely see over the fence in the backyard. And what I'll do, I'll start out mowing by the house first make my way around the sides then to the back towards the end and i constantly keep an eye out on that backyard that fenced in backyard i can kind of see through the cracks of the wood occasionally to see if anybody's back there picking up the the dog poop and so the whole time i'm mowing, i'm looking back there right making a stripe back and forth looking over that fence looking through the cracks and i'm like okay is she coming out is she coming out sometimes i will uh i'll mow and i'm like man she's not home she ain't coming out and then like right before i get done mowing she'll like start getting out and picking it up in the backyard i'm like man it took her a little while to get going you know so today back and forth back and forth i'm looking through the cracks i'm looking over the fence i don't see her I don't see her but I'm like holding off because I'm like ah, she's gonna pop out here any minute and she's gonna start cleaning up the dog poop well finished up mowing and I made like a victory lap around the back fence and I looked over the fence nothing man I, I didn't see her back there the whole time so I was like well maybe I missed her maybe she got out there before I crank the mowers up you know maybe maybe she did that so as soon as i get down mowing i get the push mower out and i bring the push mower out i don't know if you guys remember but in a previous episode man it's been probably a couple weeks ago this vehicle and i was this was like while i was doing the podcast on my road this vehicle pulled out in front of me and the sun was hitting it just right to where i could not see like you come up over this hill and back down you come up over this hill You start topping this other hill, and when the sun's hitting just right early in the morning, you cannot see at all. And so, a couple weeks ago that happened, and I didn't realize it, but somebody had pulled out in front of me, pulling a trailer, and when they did, um, I just saw like a flash of the sun hitting their fender on their trailer, and I was like, man, I think that's somebody in front of me. And I just hit my brakes pretty hard, about the same time I realized that somebody had just pulled out in front of me and it was a truck pulling the trailer so they had to kind of swing it wide and it took a little while for them to get pulled out but I hit my brakes that day and the mowers scooted forward on me and when they did they hit like everything in there like flew around and so it hit my push mower, and it kind of pushed it up like sideways you know like two of the wheels on one side were up in the air, two of the wheels on the other side were down on the, on the ground still, you know, so it's like flipped way up, like I can almost see the blades up under it, like you would just kind of flip it up on its side, and so I'm like, man, that, uh, you know, I couldn't believe it happened, and I fixed everything, and you know, this a couple of weeks ago, I, I backed the mowers up a little bit, Put the mower back down, thought everything was good. Well, today when I get the push mower out to mow that backyard, I noticed that one tire is like not flush on the ground with the other one. So you kind of got a little wobble. It's like a, I don't know, it feels like a tripod. You got three legs down and one of them's just kind of up just enough to where you can lift or push and that fourth wheel hits and then another one pops up. So I don't know, I guess I bent the mower i guess i've been a little bit i don't know if you can fix that i don't know if it's like a bracket on the wheel i tried to look at the wheels but i'm like i'm not messing with this i got to get this yard mode so i think i kind of messed up my push mower a couple weeks ago when that happened um but it'll be all right it'll be okay not not a huge deal and so anyways i got back there got my push mower out i was like messing with it for a little bit i'm like ah i think it's good you know um I'm going to go ahead and pull it out and go to the backyard. So I open up the front gate to the backyard, and I'm here at the next yard. When I finish this one, I'll tell you what I found, but you guys probably already know. Hold on. Let me hop out real quick. I'm going to mow this yard. Give me about 30 more minutes, of course. It's going to take me 30 minutes. You guys are going to wait for about half a second, and you know the rest of the story. But I'm going to hop out real quick, mow this yard, and then uh, we'll continue on all right guys back in the truck got that lawn knocked out in 24 minutes so second lawn of the day on to the next one which is right around the corner but now i got to that yard that first yard i opened up the back gate man and dog poop everywhere i was like are you serious and on top of that there was dog poop there from last time you could tell i had been sitting there a while so i was like oh man so I don't know if something's going on if she's not feeling good if um, she's not getting around real well cuz she's uh, she's not really an older lady I mean she's not that old but I think her health is just not allowing her to get around like she needs to you know so I don't know she has trouble getting around so maybe she is down and out right now and not able to get out there and take care of it because I'm pretty sure she was at home typically her back patio um blinds or curtain there uh it's usually open if she's home and it was open today so anyways i ended up going around like the bombs out there i was being real cautious real careful with the uh push mower guess what man i hit one and i hit one with my boots too i stepped in one luckily cleaned it off really easy so uh cleaned it off the mower as well so man i'm telling you what it was uh it was nasty i i just like there was probably four or five places i just skipped i didn't trim much at all back there in the back and so it looks really bad but uh, if you check out the lawn care life of Missouri on uh, facebook if you check out lawn care life at Missouri on instagram you'll see pictures and stories and videos of it all it's like oh man but yeah that's what i get into man. That's what we get into, living the lawn care life, right? I've been cruising around on the mower, listening to, uh, started out today listening to Phil over there at the Think Green podcast. So I listened to a couple of his episodes. He is, uh, he's using point zero eight, I think it is, .080 trimmer line. I have never used that. That is way too small for the stuff that we have around here um, and just how the grass so thick and growing like crazy but um i do use the .095 but i've used the .105 the last two years so that's all i've used i haven't used any of the .095 in like two years got a bunch of echo black diamond which that's what my local dealer has and i got kind of hooked into it back in 2018 when i was part of that Echo program I started using Black Diamond and I kind of like it so that's what I've been using ever since. I haven't tried uh any other trimmer line in a long time. I'm just like my dealer has it. I just go in there and buy that huge $80 five pound spool or whatever it is. I think I can get it for like half price. They give me a really good discount really good deal um, because I try to help them out a whole lot as much as I can anyways. Send business their way. And so they always give me a discount, so it's a little cheaper than what it usually costs. And, uh, yeah, so heading to the next one here. Um, I also switched over. I listened to Phil's last two episodes, and now I'm listening to Tony's. um, Tony over there at the Lawn Care Talk, I'm listening to his podcast. It's called Bigger Wait, Is Bigger Better? I think that's what he named it. So, oh, Tony, I uh, I grabbed the Toro 60 bolt again on that last lawn. So the last two lawns. See, I had this side door on the box truck, and it's been convenient this year when the grass, like, slowed way down, and it was, like, not growing hardly at all. And there wasn't a lot of trimming or a lot of blowing either. It was super convenient to open that side door. And as I opened the side door, I would put the... the uh, Toro battery trimmer back into the box truck, and then my handheld blower is right there beside it, so I literally throw that in with one arm and then grab the blower with the other arm and uh I grab it and start blowing so super quick, convenient, easy to do, but now that the lawns have kind of picked back up, I've been using the big backpack blower uh, a little bit, but hey, these two yards today. Got out the battery-powered blower, and it works good, man. I was basically running with that thing. I was like, man, Tony, if he saw me running up and down this street here with this little blower, he'd be impressed. He'd be like, man, you're getting that done quick with that little blower. So did that. Now I'm here on the third one. I'm going to hop out real quick and mow this one. This one kind of looks a little bit more scraggly than the other ones. kind of, I don't know, maybe some more weeds out there, but kind of uh, kind of sticking up and it looks kind of rough. The last two were just super easy, blew right through them. So I have this one and two more over here, and then I will take a break for lunch. It's already one o'clock, so lunch is gonna be two thirty-three. It's gonna be like after three, probably. So is what it is, man, part of the lawn care life. I didn't bring any snacks with me, really. So I'm stuck out here to like, No lunch till like three probably. We'll see how it goes. All right guys, went ahead and knocked out those two lawns. They're side by side, about 20 seconds apart. So went ahead and knocked both of those out. It's 2.30, it's time to go get some lunch and then we'll see what I can get done after that. I got two big residential properties to knock out or that I need to knock out, but probably won't get them all done, so have to work till dark see what we get done and call it good for today Um, I will tell you that I did get um, a reply back on my estimate that I sent out this morning so I sent out the estimate early this morning and I got a reply back within like 10 minutes so um, same job I was talking about earlier this morning it was about 14 acres of brush mowing, gonna be super easy. Uh, flat, nothing to it. It's not grown up, it's not real tall. Should be able to run right through it. And so, whew. Sorry guys, I'm over here yawning, man, I'm tired. It's been a long morning already. Uh, 14 acres pasture mowing, and then about two acres of mowing up around the house where it's really really overgrown they're basically they have like a two acre yard all fenced in grown up nasty mess and then outside of that fence is another fenced in area where their big open pasture is so it'll be fun it'll be challenging for sure Uh, hope the weather cooperates and it's nice out there it's not super toasty and hot especially when you're on that track all day long and i'll be wearing a mask because of all the stuff you kick up when you mow those when you do that brush mowing so it's hot underneath that mask man it's definitely hot but i gotta wear it so i'll be putting that on and uh, until the guy he reached out to me he replied he said hey we're good to go hop on it whenever you can so i sent him an email back and said i'll be there first thing tomorrow morning saturday to start in on it I'll do everything around the house and get all of that knocked out, uh, basically the yard around the house. I'll get started on that. I'll take the track with the bucket and grapple. I'll take the track with the tough cut. And I'll probably take my uh, old Z3 mowers. I'm not gonna take the right mowers out on a property like this. So I'll get the uh, right, or I'll get the uh, Z3 mowers ready to go and make sure they're topped off with fuel and make sure oil should be good i changed the oil beginning of the season and i haven't even put but maybe a couple hours on each mower just to kind of blow the cobwebs out so i'll get those running i'll load it all up on the car hauler trailer with the um, ventrack, tough cut bucket grapple and the z3 and i'll head out there tomorrow i gotta get my GoPro and all the batteries charged up tonight. Do a little video and while I'm out there. It'll be a fun little video. I wish I had a drone. If I had a drone, it'd be a super cool video. I could do a flyover when I start taking care of that big uh, open pasture because there's really no other way to video um, a big open pasture like that if you don't have a drone. So you can't take a camera out there and really move it around on that big of an area I mean 14 acres is a lot a whole lot to mow. I don't know I may be able to get the GoPro up in the air do a little time-lapse I don't know we'll see we'll just see what we can do if I can find a drone I'll snag a drone I get it up in the air and and do some videoing but excited to get that job 2450 is what I priced that one at who knows how long it'll take hopefully it'll only take two days but could take three could take four you never know. You just don't know until you get into it and start knocking it out. So it could be super profitable or it could be just you know an average paying job. It just depends on how quick I can get to it and it depends on uh, depends on how much junk I got to move around and pick up and pile up. Woo, I can't quit you on man I <laughs> apologize guys. Anyways, I'm going to get off here, take a nap while I'm driving, and then hopefully, uh, no, I'm not going to take a nap, but I am going to get off here and uh, relax for a minute before I get to Subway to uh, eat some lunch. So, I don't know what you guys do for lunch, but Subway's kind of one of my go-tos, a little bit healthier than going out and eating a burger or fries or whatever else is out there. I try to... Stick to the vegetables, sometimes I'll do a veggie sub. Most of the time I'll do a chicken teriyaki sub. So I'll be, I'm feeling like a 12-inch, foot long chicken teriyaki today, so that's probably what I'll end up getting. Anyways, Phil may be hungry, man. He was talking about those ribs. I about turned his podcast off, honestly. He's talking about how he was gonna do all this with the ribs and how he was going to put all this seasoning or something on there that this guy uses this rub. I think it was his rub. I think he was fixing some ribs or something. I'm like, Phil, get out of here, man. And that was like two, three hours ago. That was at least two hours ago. So I've been hungry for a little bit. But anyways, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're getting a lot done. Hope you're not only busy, I don't like to use the word busy. I like to use the word profitable because you can be busy, your schedule can be busy, but are you profitable? That's the main question you should ask. So when people ask, you know, well, how's business going? Oh, it's busy. I mean, is that good or is that bad? It's probably, for the majority of people, it's probably bad. But if you uh, price everything right, like Tony was talking about earlier, he was talking about on his episodes talking about people that use different equipment if you got high dollar top-of-the-line commercial equipment you better be charging more uh, for those jobs because that equipment you're still putting ah you could probably put less hours on the machine because it's going to do it a little bit more efficient and quicker but at the same time it's not going to be that much probably difference so when you're pricing those jobs make sure if you got a twenty-thousand-dollar machine, you better make sure that you're charging for that twenty-thousand-dollar machine. If you got a five to ten-thousand-dollar mower that you're using, and you're charging the same price with that big top-of-the-line heavy-duty equipment as the guy using a five, ten-thousand-dollar mower, man, that guy's gonna come out way more ahead than you ever would. So. I don't care if you're busy, I don't care how the season's going, I should say, if you tell me you're busy, that doesn't really mean a lot. If you tell me that you're being profitable, that makes all the difference, because you want to make sure you're profitable. If you're in business, you're going to be out working all day long, spending time away from friends, family, spending time away from doing the things that you might like to do, like hide, camp, fish, hunt, play some sports, whatever it is, make sure you're making money, man, make sure you're profitable, so, I'm out of here, I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life of Missouri, we'll catch you in the next one, and as always, hey, God provides.